Welcome to the Blind Mike Project. Go to www.blindmike.net for all Blind Mike Project, Why Are You Laughing, and Who Are These Socials information. And now, a man with a sixth sense for comedy, the sage of satire, Blind Mike Geary. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. I still like it. It came to me, um... I realized something, and I don't know how we didn't get there. First of all, I still like, we don't need some some broad introducing us, you know? We can have some lady invading our space. <laughs> no, it's, um, un- it's unlike us. I still like the British voice better, but it came to me, um, you know, like a sixth sense, like he says there. I, shouldn't Brendan Shaw be our announcer? Oh, like some AI thing? <laughs> All right, sure. No, I think Jerry Seinfeld hosts a game show, and I think we get Brendan Schaub to be the announcer. <laughs> that, that feels much more fitting, I feel like. Oh, for so sure. So that's my direction of hack ride. I would say um, don't, you know, keep the script exactly the same. I love it. I love the intro. The music is perfect. But we need, I feel like we need a, an announcer with some pizzazz. Right. You know, maybe a, a Schaub or a... Uh, Alec Baldwin or Ojeda, if you could pull that off, some someone with a little panache, you know. Definitely, definitely. I think that's what we need. So, but it's coming along. I like it. That'd be great, though. Uh, <laughs> go to some AI program with for Ojeda, and they'd be like, "What? How do we do this?" <laughs> it breaks AI for everybody. <laughs> uh, again, I yeah, I don't know anything about that, but I think these people are uh, on the payroll. That's true. Um, all right, hello everybody. Yeah. Uh, a big show for you today. You know, sometimes, sometimes you're worried there's not enough content and then someone sends you a nine minute video that you have to go through all the way, apparently. And <laughs> you know, you, you have a show the show rounds out very nicely. Yeah, this is, this is, there was a gun pointed at me when it was sent. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll get to all of that. We got a lot of Ojeda stuff today. So I think how we'll do it. Oh, there was something else I wanted to mention. Oh, I, we just talked about it before the show. Um, let's start with this Tom Meyer stuff. We'll start with, you know, some news we got to get through and then we'll get to Ojeda and some other wackiness. But, uh, of course, Tom Myers, uh, has made, made a big announcement the other day. I don't know that we're going to be able to pull this off. I just feel like we don't have enough time. Yeah. We're going to have to attempt. We're we're obligated to No, We're going to have to attempt to definitely. If Peng Dang was the opener, we'd really have no choice. But I know because Daffam was like a while ago, so it's kind of like. Eh, uh, well, let's let's just play. Tom Meyer's big announcement. He took to TikTok the other day to um, to uh, let the public know about this. What's going on, Hartford County? Tom Myers here, myself, and the good Hold folks. At- you know the career is going well when you're talking to a county. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I see a lot of these big colleagues. I see Tom Tom Segura announces uh, tour dates and all this shit. It's usually not directed at one specific county. <laughs> but yeah, but there there is one location he does mention in a minute that made me go, ah, shit. I'm have- coming for you, Chicopee, Massachusetts. <laughs> Middlesex County, I'm coming. <laughs> What's going on, Harford County? Tom Myers here, myself, and the good folks at Elkton Magic are proud to present Dat Fan and Friends, a comedy show taking place at the Cultural Center at the Opera House in Haverty Grace on Thursday, June 29th. Doors open at 7. Oh, Haverty Grace. So as soon as he said that, 
you sent me this thing and I'm listening to it. And as soon as he said it was in Haver de Grace, I was like, ah, no, it's in, it's in the comedy Mecca of Haver de Grace. <laughs> we have to go. <laughs> uh, well, let him tell us when the date is. Show starts at eight. Get your tickets now. It's going to be a night oh, of comedy in Mecca. I already said it. At the Cultural Center at the Opera House in Haverty Grace on Thursday, June 29th. Doors open ah, at 7. Thursday. Show starts at Th- 8. Thursday, and it's only a month away. Thursday's tough. Can we make this happen? Um, Probably. <laughs> Folks, get us to 1,000 patrons. <laughs> <laughs> Spread the word that we need the funding to get down there to Maryland for... Uh, Tom, this Tom Myers dad fan show. Yeah, because I'll definitely be fired if I explain to Bruce why I'm taking Friday <laughs> off. If it's if it's Tom Myers and I mean, I'm sorry, if it's dad fan and friends, why is Tom even promoting it? Because he's his friend. Oof, I can't. I don't understand how. When was last comic standing season one? I'm going to guess 2002. <coughs> um. It might have been later. When was that? When was Tough There's Crowd? There's no way to find out. So I'm looking it up right now. I'm doing the culinary talk while you Google. Yes. <laughs> because it, it, let's say, let's call it 20 years ago. <laughs> there's, there's no one that is other than us that's clinging to that memory and being like, oh, that fan is out with his friends. Let's let's hit that up. Um, June 2003. 2003. All right. So 20 years ago on the nose, this will be a 20 year anniversary of last comic standing. Think he'll talk about his mom. She may come up as Rich Voss says. Now, now, now tell me what your Korean mother would have said. <laughs> now it's going to be a night of comedy and magic. It's going to be me, my friends. No, no, it, it's going to be literal magic. Comedians, Ryan Lina. Oh, no, I know. I'm just saying the comedy is. <laughs> Of course, I'm like, no, he's talking about the magic. He's got to be poking fun at that part, right? <laughs> nope, the comedy. Ojo, Des Grimes, and Candace Saunders, and Magic by Judge Mentalist. Candace and Saunders a- is going to be there? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what about, uh, what's his name? Tay Grimes? Uh, they're, they're drawing some big names to Hever. Hello, Hever de Grace. See, that's legitimately the only reason we need to go is to hear him say that when he comes out. I, you guys, I mean, some people might not know. I assume uh, if you've listened to this program long enough or you're familiar with uh, WATP, you probably know that on the great album, was it Make America Innate Again? Or was it Words of Mass Destruction? Isn't it sad that I know all of the, the Tom Myers catalog? Isn't it Tom Myers versus the rest of the... Oh, no, that's his podcast. That's his podcast. I believe Make America Innate Again was Haver de Grace, but I could be wrong. But yeah, that's how he starts. His, his, he, he records an album, which goes out you know to the masses. And he starts it with, hello, Haver de Grace. As if anyone on the... People in Maryland don't know where Haver de Grace is. <laughs> Um, where is, did we, uh, ever find the full video or is it all just full video of what make America and Nate again? Cause I was going to, Oh, well, it's not video. It's just audio, but yeah, it's out there. Is this it? Is this it here? I I, th- I think I found it. I want to hear him Let's say have to grace here. Let's get this ad out of the way for Mr. Tom Myers. Yep. <laughs> Hello, Haver 
Dirty Grays. <laughs> oh, Tom. Just one guy responds. They clapped for way too long for him, too. I think we got to do a full. I was thinking that for the next um, Why Are You Laughing bonus episode is uh, Make America Nate Again. Because we're doing an upcoming episode. We're doing Eddie Murphy's Raw. We did Eddie Murphy Delirious, so now we're doing Raw. Mm-hmm. And I figure if we're celebrating one of the, the, I figure let's bookend it. If we're celebrating the greatest album by an African American comedian, we should celebrate all, the greatest Afri- uh, white uh, album by a white comedian. There you go. Why to make fun of Tom Myers when I can't get through a sentence? You know, <laughs> you're blind. It's it's all it's okay. Uh, should we, let's continue his uh, speech here. None other than that fan. You saw him win the very first season of Last Comic Standing. You've seen him on Hawaii Five O. You've seen him on Magnum PI. <laughs> You've seen him do a you whole lot of You saw him as an extra you... in whatever required an Asian actor. <laughs> I like the, the movie line right after this. You've seen him do a whole lot of movies, and you've seen him <laughs> tour and travel and perform all over this great country of ours. So many movies, I can't even list them all, honestly. There's too many. You've seen him in, frankly, too many movies. You're like, enough of this guy. He's in a whole lot of movies. <laughs> that fan does tell not... You, tell yourself it's Ken Jeong, and then you'll be like, wow, this guy's in a lot of movies. This picture of that fan on the flyer, he looks like his Korean mother now. I can't believe that's... Old? Older, looks bloated. Well, Twenty years, for God's sake! I know he just—it's weird. It's just strange. Now he's coming to Haverty Grace. Get your tickets now. <laughs> Scan the QR code or text Rewind, the number, please. I want to hear the lengthy list of credits that has landed this man in Haverty Grace. Ralphie May is dead. <laughs> <laughs> this man beat out Ralphie May both in Last Coming Standing and The Game of Life, and that journey has taken him to the land of Haverty Grace. You've seen him on Hawaii Five-0. You've seen him on Magnum P.I. You've seen him do a whole lot of movies, and you've seen him yada, tour yada, and yada. travel and perform all over this great country of ours. <laughs> great country. Where is he now? Now he's coming to Haverty, Grace. <laughs> Can you believe it, folks? And Haverty, Grace goes wild. <laughs> he sounds like he's pronouncing it different, too, now. Dad, dad, dad. <laughs> Haverty Grace. Tickets now. Uh, Scan the QR code or text the number at the bottom of the poster. Do you still have that album up? Is is that America? Make America in eight again? I still have it up. Yeah. yeah play play that after he, play the hello Haverty Grace, of course. But I want to hear the first joke that he goes into after that. Hello, Haverty Grace. A lot of comedians, they have an expression. Whenever they do well, they say, oh, I killed it, man. I killed the room. I killed it. I think with the number of people in this room and the amount of time I'm able to do tonight, I think I may have time to individually strangle every single person. Good God. What? what? The- <laughs> I forgot about this. Did we do this with Mike? Fuck? I think we broke we this down. Yeah. We might have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, well, yeah, that could be a bonus episode of Why You Laughing coming soon. Is uh, Make America in Eight Again? Uh, definitely. I will. I don't care. We could have done this twelve times. I'm saying, like, let's. We have to do it again. Well, you know, we have to do it. That's just my excuse to do it again. We have to do it under the Why You Laughing banner. You know, it's a, it's an honor for Tom. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great if he if he makes that a credit someday. <laughs> As seen on the Blind Mike Project. <laughs> So what is it? June 29th, you said? Yeah. Yep. Thursday sucks. 
That's well, tough. Th- it's Thursday, and the whole thing is we got to get a crew together. I feel like a month is not enough time for, you know, uh, the likes of Chef Lewis and um, AARP Steve to to take work off to get down there. You as know, we need you, our boys. As soon as you said Chef Lewis, he popped up in the chat and said, only six and a half hours from my house. Let's ride. <laughs> All right. So we got one. <laughs> <laughs> the crew is building. We'd have to leave at like noon on Thursday at the latest. I feel like Justin would be in the warthog. I could probably get. Oh man, I have to. Try. I I would be the tricky one. <laughs> it's well. Let's see if we can pull it together, folks. Because we can go without Craig. That's true. That was, you know, that was, we, just, we can't go without you people. So if there's enough clamoring for a Tom Myers death fan show, honestly, like this would be worth it to pay for a plane ticket if I had to like go late and be like, I have to go quick. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, there's all, there's people like at uh, Kirk's live shows that are always like, oh, I'm from, you know, wherever, California or some place, uh, you know, a long, a long traveling distance. And you're like, oh, that's crazy. It's just a, you know, a turn of phrase. It would be legitimately insane of us, like clinically <laughs> insane if we traveled for a Tom Myers show. I mean, we were always like, if he's around here, we're going. But the fact that <laughs> Dat Fan and him are in Haver de Grace is a triple yeah. threat that I just can't. Void. Yeah, so let us know if uh, you guys want to say hello to Haver de Grace, and uh, we'll try and make it happen. Uh, also, real quick, just to follow up from last week, someone sent me this Chris D'Elia video that I figured we should play and analyze a little bit. It's it's quick. We won't spend a lot of time on D'Elia this week. Um, um, one second. <coughs> although I have seen uh, on the Fighter and the Kids subreddit. Yep. By the way, if you're looking for Chris D'Elia stuff, um, stick with the fighter and the kids subreddit. Cause I've learned there's a Chris D'Elia subreddit. Uh Oh, and they just lick his asshole there. Still. <laughs> They're like, nope. You know, these girls are lying, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Really? I mean, some, some outsiders sneak in there and, uh, you know, we'll get the good word out, but a lot of them are just like, yeah, man, like the true believers. I He's got to be a tough one to, as a, especially as a guy over the age of 15 to even remotely defend. Well, that's the thing is it was an easy time to a, a, I truly believe, you know, Louie was, um, he was smeared. He was unfairly smeared, but also he's one of the greats, you know, I can look past a few things for a guy that, that, that's that funny, you know, (laughs) but, uh, this was him on hot ones. Oh yes. Okay. So this is from a long time ago. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, back in the glory days. Yeah, back when he was when he was peaking. And uh it's you know, he's talking about some he's got some travel tips for us and he has an interesting perspective on why you may want to check certain places out. I don't know why they're all uh Portuguese though. It's hilarious. Like the really? Portuguese 12-year-old women, girls are 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 ruthless. So like you don't Can I just know. it's hilarious. Usually it's the other way where you call someone a girl and then you're like, woman, I'm sorry. Let me pay a little respect in his mind. He's like, I mean, these are women. These are voluptuous women. I'm sorry, girl. I know you guys recognize them as girls. Sure. 12 is too young. I get it. <laughs> it's finally sinking in. Your old women, girls are, are, are ruthless. So like, you don't fucking know you piece of shit or, but it's all, it's all broken. It's like, uh, it, it, it will say something like tiny thing, like, penis, sir. It's so funny seeing this video and how bad he looks now. 
just from stress. Oh, gotten much worse. He just looks like oh, he's falling apart. Th- that's what I was going to say is uh, the fighter and the kid subreddit. And, uh, I don't know. I don't see well, so I don't know how true this is. And I'm not even 100% sure that um, the video was taken on the same day. But they said the last recording of the Golden Hour podcast with uh, Dalia Schaub and Eric Griffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Schaub and Eric Griffin will be holding a conversation. And you just see Dalia checking his phone and getting more and more quiet throughout the show because apparently it was recorded the day the Rolling Stone article dropped. Oh, so he saw it as it. <laughs> that, that's what that's what they're speculating. Obviously, who knows? But but yeah, that, they believe that he looked at his phone and was like, oh, boy. Oh, man, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't pull the video because I can't see it enough to be like, oh, yeah, that's what's happening. But interesting. Like. Uh, it, it, it would, it would say something on the thing like, I would never trust you, scum. And you're like, trust me. What the fuck are you talking about? That has nothing to do with this. I'm making a joke about Selena. Um, oh, my Snapchat's real fun. So follow me there. <laughs> it sure is. It's a wonderland. <laughs> That's the end of it. Yeah. So that was it. I just wanted to play that. I just think it's funny. Chris is the most like you can look back at things he's said and it is just a litany of breadcrumbs he has been leaving to lead you to the fact that he's a creep. He's been crying for help this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is like uh uh you know these people that through their art leave you hints. Right. <laughs> and Crystal Lee is one of them, I guess. <laughs> he's just got like handcuffs. Started a cult. Please help me. <laughs> help me. I was listening this. to um I heard uh Big J talking about this and he's like the the part that's got to be rough for the wife is like um you know he's like i understand you stick with someone because they cheated on you because hey their relationship is deeper than that whatever they can get past it he's like the rough part is that every girl in this rolling stone article and every time it comes up every girl that's interviewed is like yeah and he would send me texts like his wife's a dumb bitch and he's not really with her and uh, he's only with her for the kid and he can't wait to leave her and his life's miserable. It's like every girl has the same story that he has no respect for his wife. <laughs> and yet we've sat here and watched them do podcasts together. That's she, what's stunning about her angle of things. She knows the money trains about to leave and she won't divorce. They probably, she probably signed a prenup that if she leaves him, she gets nothing. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, that would be smart of him. That would be wise of him. Well, I mean, if you're that, if if you're that like much of a serial cheater, yeah, yeah. you got You got to sign something. But he still does like theaters, I guess. So, I mean, you know, good, good for him. I suppose it, hasn't, it has not affected him, which is bizarre. It goes Cosby Dalia and he's still selling out places. <laughs> yeah. People are like, I won't see Bill Cosby. They'll see Chris Dalia for some reason. I'd go see Cosby over Dalia. I think it'd be more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, what's he going to talk about? <laughs> and that would be hilarious just to see Cosby try and do family material now. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know when your wife and it's like, yeah, we know we haven't had those problems, Bill. <laughs> you outside at a barbecue. <laughs> like, All right, dude. What what are you gonna do with that barbecue? Please. Uh, you don't. know when a litany of allegations come out. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're slunking through the bushes. <laughs> Uh, we've gotten more into uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder than Bill Cosby. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? Um, uh, there was one other thing I wanted to say about Dalia, though. I can't remember. Um, but speaking of allegations, 
Another one of our guys is in the news. I know I'm going rapid fire. I just want to get to this uh, Ojeda stuff, but there's some stuff I had to mention first. And that is that uh, Alec Baldwin is in the news because he's making his way back out there in the public. And we, you forget because of these weird, we've been focusing on the weird Instagram videos. You forget this is a guy with a notorious temper. Oh yeah. And so, um, and people know he's an easy target. So now uh, a story came out about him and it seems like they're going to really try and make him look like an asshole. Now I have to say first that I don't know if I believe this because the story originally, I think the New York post had it or something. Um, yes. and it, it was originally like something that couldn't really be confirmed. It was very vague. And even the story itself didn't sound that bad. It just sounded like he was kind of rude to someone. And then it, be- it evolved into what we're about to hear. So I don't know that I fully believe it, but because of the character we've built around Alec Baldwin, it's just fun to imagine this happening. <laughs> Alec Baldwin called female server a peasant as she walked away after running <laughs> at New York City Gala. Uh, as she brands uh, Starbiter and claims he became agitated as she tried to do her job. I mean, that does sound like him. He's known for fucking punching out paparazzi and thing and screaming at his daughter on voicemails. So that this is not far fetched. Right. Uh, now the female server has made fresh allegations to the publication about the. This act- is why I don't buy it. Yeah. Because she did it already and that didn't get enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she told the story. No one cared. No one really gave a fuck. And she's like, oh, well, here's actually what happened. It was actually worse than I said. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, uh, claiming he was patronizing and very agitated as she attempted to do her job. Uh, she said, I'm a sweep leader, which means I basically tell the waiters when to put down the plates and we have to do it in a certain order. So this is like a fancy, fancy place. I imagine, yeah, if Alec yeah. Baldwin's eating there. Yeah, well, I figured he wouldn't want to be seen. <laughs> but nope. <laughs> He's like, I'm innocent. You saw the news. <laughs> yeah, I'm back out and berating waitresses. It's that stupid uh, armorer. <laughs> It's their fault. Don't you understand? A 97-year-old died. Can you give me a little... Give me some time to grieve, for God's sake. Uh, I was I was going to feed the head of the table, but uh, that's who he was talking to. So I go up to him and say, I'm sorry, sir, but we're going to have servers walking through the tables here in a minute. Oh, yeah. So this whole argument is... Uh, Alec Baldwin was standing up at a restaurant talking to a buddy of his that he ran into or something. And they served him at the wrong time. Like they put his plate down when he was standing or they didn't serve the head of the table for, it was all these things you learn in like etiquette classes, you know? Yeah. When you learn the, what side of the plate, the fork and knife go on and all that. Yeah. In 1935's England or something. Yeah. So imagine having such like people talk about privilege all the time. This is privilege. Oh, yeah. Privilege is having the time to worry about whether or not the waitress brought out your food at the exact right moment. <laughs> like that's an incredible amount of privilege to have that be something you get angry at when you just escaped murder. There's no, there's no point in your life where you say, Hey, I got away with murder. (laughs) (laughs) Let me, let me, you know, relax a little bit. Let me take a breather and just enjoy life. Maybe this is what he likes doing. Is there a little more? Oh yeah. Uh, She claims Baldwin um, patronizingly asked. So when is a good time to talk to my friends? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> a reaction she did not excuse me ma'am am i allowed to, i'm speaking to my friends here are you not are you not going to allow me that <laughs> a reaction she did not expect uh and said he became very agitated before saying do i have to explain it to you <laughs> i suppose you're going to treat me like a kindergartner is that it well when's recess am i in timeout he's gonna go talk to his treat pre- me like a naughty boy because apparently i deserve that he's gonna go talk to his priest about this I've been very, very bad. (laughs) Uh, She said she did not want the situation to escalate, so simply responded that he did not need to explain it, to which she claims he responded, well, then step aside. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Move over, bitch. (laughs) See, this makes me think it did happen. (laughs) Yeah, it is very specific. Yeah. And it feels like Alec Baldwin. Now the opposite end of that is like, these are things I would make up that Alec Baldwin said. <laughs> if I was trying to channel Alec Baldwin, this is perfect mad Alec Baldwin. Maybe she just realized she went to the wrong publication. That's true too. Yeah. Or honestly, they probably reached out to her or something. Yeah, maybe. To be fair. So who knows? True. Uh, the server added, afterwards, many of my coworkers came up to me and said, do you know what he said while you were walking away? I didn't catch it because I was focused on my work. <laughs> yeah, she's a real busy body. Uh, oh, well, that was the, that is the angle where the, the reason she didn't say it originally is like people came up and told her after and were like, did you hear about this? Yeah. So, yeah, now I'm, now I'm leaning. It didn't happen. I bet up until this part happened. <laughs> uh, I didn't catch it because I was focused on my work, but apparently he was calling me a peasant and was clearly mad that I told him kindly, excuse me. I'm sure. I'm sure that would infuriated him this is what happens when you women run a kitchen that'd be great if all the wait staff that pissed him off had to jump because they thought he might shoot them (laughs) pinkies out gentlemen i'm nothing if not (laughs) a fine diner (laughs) um branding the star bitter uh she said other stars including colin jost were polite towards her Yes. Uh, Mr. Baldwin then brandished his pistol and said, <laughs> you, know, you know what I do to women, right? He did that thing where he takes a revolver and spins it and shuts it with one hand. <laughs> uh, you know what I do to women who are bad at their jobs, yes? <laughs> uh, she added that she wasn't afraid about getting into trouble over the incident, saying, what could he say? I approached him nicely. I basically was doing my job. Dailymail.com has contacted representatives for Alec Baldwin for comment. Uh, this comes after a source told the publication last week that Baldwin allegedly yelled at the female server. Leaving oh, her. so it wasn't her that talked to the post. Uh, See that it, now I'm swaying back in her direction. I mean, this this is up his alley. But like you said, you could have made up this exact same story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's interesting. But I will an, another defense I have of Baldwin, and it's the same with like that James Corden thing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me that this is news. Like the newspaper is writing about this. Yeah, I know. It's not like it's whatever. Alec Baldwin was rude to waitress. Like this, this should be in those magazines that you find at the end of like uh, the Inquirer, like or, or like a grocery <laughs> yeah. store at the conveyor belt. Yeah, like those. It ones. turns out those were more accurate than anyone ever realized. But right. Um, I think we are. Oh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's basically it. But the other, uh, there are things I found much more fascinating about Alec Baldwin's week since we spoke about him last. <sighs> this is for the diehard uh, uh, gearheads. I almost forgot what you people are called. Um, <laughs> people that go way back on the Patreon may remember that uh, we were obsessed with Michael Franzese and Sammy the Bull. Yep. 
I loved the fact, just the idea that these two guys, particularly Sammy the Bull, that is like one of the most feared mobsters ever, is just like, uh, like, like and subscribe to my Patreon. <laughs> like he and he and I are co-workers. We're colleagues. <laughs> oh, hold on. I keep talking. This thing refresh. So I got an ad. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, we haven't checked in on them in a long time because I it got, to be honest, there's funny aspects of it, but a lot of it is interesting. Like they're just talking mob stories and everything. And I, I like Franzese. I think he's good. And it's not quite as hard to like Franzis because I don't think he, 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 he wasn't necessarily murdering people. Right. Whereas, you know, point blank, Sammy, the bull has killed a bunch of people. Whereas, uh, Franzis is more of a gray area. He was more of a businessman, you know? Right. Exactly. So it's um, easier to watch him, but, uh, what, what, what are you pulling up right now? Which um, one? the Sammy, the bull one, I got the, uh, the Francis one. Um, well, Sammy the Bull's in both. He's involved in both of these. He is. I didn't realize they were friends. I, oh, well, it's all coming together. So this is the Alec Baldwin one? I'll, I'll play the uh, Michael Francis back of the room one first. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah, these- so Sammy the Bull and Michael Francis. You'll hear in the outro, you'll hear them. Uh, sit, what is it? Cut the baloney or something like that? What kind of statement is that? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's Francis and Sammy the Bull going back at each other. And Franzese is just yelling these old man, like, hey, knock off the baloney. (laughs) And Sammy's like, who who says that? What kind of an old (laughs) queer says that? I think he actually said that, too. He called him, like, gay or something. Yeah, or he he inferred it heavily. Yeah. (laughs) Which is very funny. So they 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 had a podcast war, Franzese and Sammy the Bull. And now they're collaborating on something. Finally, America's been buzzing about this beef. And um, finally, they're, they're coming to a head here. Hello. Hey, buddy, it's me, Sammy. <laughs> I love when Sammy feels the need to act. What's going- he does it this all the time. This is not the first time we've seen him put on his acting pants. Yeah, and he... Uh, I don't know if it's ever coming out or what, but there was, um, he was supposed to be doing a movie of some kind about him starring himself. Yeah, I saw that. It might be on this. So what we have to do is do a thorough vetting of this, um, our thing.tv. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because there's some stuff on there. I think it's free. You just have to sign up or something. But we'll we'll have to give it a good once over. But yeah, I just want to rewind a little bit because I, we don't have to play the whole thing. I just want to see the acting chops of Franzies and Sam. By the way, this is just to promote a podcast. You know, this is like if Rogan was having Elon Musk on again and he takes a fake phone call. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hey, buddy, it's me, Sammy. Let me put you up to date on what's going on. <laughs> okay. Sounds great. Where are we going to meet? Shut up, Tyler Julian. I told you about it. It's a good joint. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Seven kids. Hey, listen. <laughs> and now it's just them kibitzing. They're having great fun. Old pals. I like I like the idea of them being friends after literally trying to kill each other. <laughs> it's an Italian jerk. What, what did he say? I'm going to eat you alive. <laughs> yeah, they really went at each other. More so. On uh, Patrick Bed David's podcast. Yeah, it was more so uh, Sammy, obviously. Kind of. Uh, for sure, yeah. He lost his but, uh, mind. Michael was telling him to cut the baloney. Yeah, so, and he was got tough with him. He rightfully asked, "What kind of statement?" Wow, is that? John. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, they they got together, um, which I think is interesting. We'll have to break that down. See if there's any uh, fun moments from that. What I found more interesting and more bizarre is the guest, the other guest that Sammy had on. It almost seems like this guest is interviewing him, which is weird. Um, I don't know. Let's play the video and find out. This isn't the interview. This is just a trailer for what's oh, coming. Yeah, no, I know. I know. What's coming. <laughs> and I couldn't be more excited here. While John was alive, I knew he would send a team to take me out. I waited for them to come. Imagine that that's when you think, yeah, I'm in a small room. One of the reasons... <laughs> Why is he there? What a cut. I like how it's a gunshot. Did you realize oh it's a gunshot and then cuts to Alec Baldwin? Yeah, the poor husband of the, that woman on the rust set must have PTSD if he watches this fucking thing. Hilaria, my street. Ah, there he is. He's got a gun again. Hilaria, my street cred couldn't be higher right now. <laughs> <laughs> Waitress. For them to come. Let's mouth off to me. You better watch out. <laughs> I because, can't. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a friend of ours now. You understand? <laughs> I can't get over the gunshot cut right to him. <laughs> I waited for them to come. Imagine that that's when you think they know where I am. I'm in a small room. On movie sets across the country. Does it, imagine if the first place he gets into detail about this is with a former Sammy the un, underboss. You know, you know when I, you know, sometimes when someone mouths off to you, someone that works for you disrespects you, Sammy. We don't take no disrespect. Sammy's like, no, I understand. <laughs> I literally get it. <laughs> <laughs> You've come to the right place. <laughs> One of the reasons is I plan and plot. I always knew exactly what I was doing, where I was going to sit. I was armed every single day. One shotgun and three pistols with 357 Magnum by my side while I slept. Yes, mine, mine was a little more of a whoopsie daisies. I was... um. I was doing cool tricks with my gun that I didn't realize was loaded, and it uh, took out a mother, some other guy that doesn't get mentioned. <laughs> yeah, Baldwin convinced Sammy that he shot the uh, the husband and not the not the wife because they don't kill they don't kill women in the mom. That's true; they don't kill wives. Yeah, <laughs> we're uh, we're not so different, you and I, Sammy. Um, often I would uh, point a, a an unloaded pistol at people on set. And uh, I took a few out. <laughs> yeah, I shot a woman who was who was uh, only armed with a Nikon. <laughs> I'll guarantee you, Sammy's going to have a gun. I guarantee you, he won't run. And I'll guarantee oh, you, he's going to kill him. <laughs> I didn't run either, Sammy. I, I was facing charges. I'm run. sure I left Instagram for a little while, but I'm back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
guarantee you he's going to try and kill him. When does this come out? He was a thousand percent right. I don't know yet. Uh, While it, John was alive. Makes it seem like it's already. Oh, it's already out. It didn't have a date, which makes me think it's just on OurThing.TV. It's very no. Why doesn't he just put it on YouTube? It's free anyways. Oh, I maybe because of the censorship or something. Possibly. I just lo- I love the idea that Patrick Bet David got these two together. Realized they made a shitload of money and these two mob fucking rodents just went off and did it without him. <laughs> They're like, you know what? That's a great idea. This is different. <laughs> also, uh, Sammy kind of billed it as like, we're finally getting together. And literally, as, like as people that were invested in it, we were like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> forgot, I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I bought the interview with the two of them. I thought it was awesome. Well, there's also... This will take us some time. Just search on YouTube right now. Uh, Sammy the Bull, Alec Baldwin. Sammy the Bull has a defense of Alec also. Um, that I have not watched it. Should we save it maybe for when I've, I can find clips of it perhaps. Is it uh, Sammy wants your opinion on Baldwin case? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's 22 Sammy minutes long. Sammy wants our opinion. <laughs> it is 22 minutes long. Um, let's play it at the beginning. Let's just get a taste for it. Right. I'm sure there's another ad here. Hold on. I think the beginning is my favorite, anyways, because it shows you that, like, you you know, sure, um, you can be a storied mobster, but anyone that gets in the podcast game is reduced to the same groveling. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter how famous you are if you're my level or Sammy the Bull. <laughs> uh, uh, if you like the show, push like. Well, yeah, <laughs> let's play it. <laughs> oh, he used to do this all the time. <laughs> Push like. Let's see. Whoops. Should unmute it. That's going to be. Also, you're going to hear, hey I think guys. I, if this is the right video, you're going to hear a lot that all podcast casters bitch about, which is hilarious. That is Sammy the Bull. He's going to, uh, I believe, talk about censorship as well. <laughs> this cancel hey culture. <laughs> Guys, I just got done on a fire chat that's going to be done on Patreon. I believe it's going to be shown on YouTube and in a lot of different places. Now, you know, I I curse a lot, so they're going to be bleeping me. They may even throw this thing off the air. I'm not sure what they're going to do with it, but I'm going to you know, edit it. So you're going to see this on YouTube what I did this morning with the fire chat. And um, if you want to hear the uncensored real thing, <laughs> word for word, no, um, go to, uh, so just farting Patreon and you can hear the entire, uh, my opinion. Hey, if we get to a thousand subscribers, we're going to play the Ojeda drinking game. I will do a live show and have it the grace. Uh, we got bonus. Why are you laughing's up there? We do a couple of month, <laughs> a month, <laughs> couple of month. Uh, uncut, untouched. Probably I made some mistakes because I always. Blah, 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 I was. Oh, you know me. I'm crazy. Words. The crazy Sammy. Yeah, they call me. <laughs> uh, you never you know what you're gonna get from me. I'm wild. <laughs> Shock jock, Sammy the Bull Gravano. That'd be so great if you just went out and started stomping on. Boy. I- Oing. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sound effects. <laughs> you start stomping on homeless people's food. 
<laughs> he's he's Opie for some reason. Hey, today we're bra bombing a rival podcast. <laughs> we got a helicopter over Michael Franzese's house. I'm chucking a honey ham at this hooah. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Uh, all right. <laughs> All right, today Paul Castellano's niece is going to ride the Sibian <laughs> while we throw baloney at her. <laughs> Castellano's niece. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be hilarious. That would be a hilarious like cartoon. All right, uh, Vincent the Chin Gigante's grandson is on the red carpet of the Oscars, <laughs> and we had him ask some wild questions. <laughs> It cuts to him. It's his. It's his. It's his nephew in a, in a friggin' uh, bathrobe, just like him. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Sh- shock, shock, Sammy the Bull. <laughs> I would love. Today that. we're doing the fifty gallon drum challenge. <laughs> uh, call in now if you want to win Creed tickets. Uh, Chad's handicapped fan in the chat says, Mike, why is there a painting of Hitler next to you? And I will say, Hitler. I will say, um, on Klugman there, the, the, there's a little glare from the window and it does yeah. sort of look Hitler-y. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I mentioned it on KMS, but if you want to hear some racism fly on NBC. Oh, it was awesome. Go watch the latest Quincy, uh, because holy shit, none of us could believe it. (laughs) The the word they got out with on primetime network television in 1979. Took three or four listens for us to just admit that that's what it was. (laughs) With with zero, it was completely gratuitous. There was no need for it. It was it was out of nowhere. The episode wasn't about race. You didn't even know the race of that person, really. It Until was, they said that. It was quite literally a gold standard Quincy episode. It was a great Quincy episode. Yeah, you have clowns melting down in their <laughs> clown costume. It was tremendous. And a bunch of junkies making fun of them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, much like Samuel Bull, it's time for me to promote. The best place to find that is blindmike.net. That's the easiest place to find all of our links. Uh, see, Sammy, we ain't so different. We're all whores at the end of the day. <laughs> we ain't so different, so, man, you and I. Make sure you go to blindmike.net. Uh, find all our free links there. You can find the links to Blind Mike Project, Why You Laughing, and Who Are These Socials? Thursdays at 6. Um, you can find all the podcast links there. You can find the YouTube page, which if you're not watching on YouTube, um, subscribe, tap the notification bell. YouTube channel's growing. We want to uh, keep that pace up. Um, and if you like all the free stuff, and then support the show on Patreon. We're uh, trying to get to 700 subscribers. We're trying to get higher than that, but 700 is the next milestone. Yeah, and uh, go buy the Hack Ride mug in the store. <laughs> oh, yeah, the store is there. Everything, all, all the links you could ever need. Um, click all of them and support everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Um, yeah, so blindmike.net, make sure you do that. Verygoodshow.org, that's where yeah. Craig's stuff is. That's me. Oh, all right. So we got, yeah, we'll, we'll watch that shit later. I got to, we'll break, we'll do a full Sammy the Bull because we haven't revisited him in a long time. It's been a while. Year. It has been a while. Um, so yeah, maybe his uh, collab with Alec Baldwin will get him back, bring him back to us. <laughs> but we got some Ojeda to break down here.
Someone asked me what song that's parodying, and I'm not, I'm still not sure, but it's by Beck, I'm pretty sure. I have no idea. If that helps narrow it down. I don't remember, though. <laughs> narrow it down. They, they have, like, what, 500 songs? <laughs> by the way, I saw someone uh, complaining that, like, we mention Hack Ride too much or something, but he's part of the show now. He's doing a lot. <laughs> yeah, he does a lot of shit, so we're going to mention him. He, he does a lot of good work, so. Uh, I will, uh, By the way, I don't know if I mentioned this on air. Um... But the three blind mice thing, remember I said I didn't like that in the intro? Yep. You said, uh, yeah, and it doesn't make sense because there aren't three of us. And Hackride messaged me and said, that one really hurt. (laughs) 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 To be fair, though, that was weeks ago. That was weeks ago. I understood. Yeah, he's part of the family now. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great point. Sorry, buddy. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. I, I was so glad I got a message about this. I saw my YouTube notifications. Ojeda Live came up, and the title of, I believe, Sunday night's episode was just Special Guest. <laughs> and I thought, ooh, make sure I get to that one. That's ex- I want to, want to see who he has on. And then what incentivized me to get back to that is someone messaged me a link to the same episode. And was like, you got to watch this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right. So that's good. That's good news. <laughs> um, so, Craig, you remember doing the episode of Why You Laughing about Fred Willard, yes? Yes. Uh, we talked about the show Fred Willard was on called um, Fernwood Tonight. Yes. Hilarious comedy. A short-lived but hilarious comedy. We, we did a, uh, a bonus episode just on Fernwood Tonight, I believe. Yes, if you dig many moons enough. ago, yeah. um, starring Mo- Martin Mull and Fred Willard. And uh, they had a segment. One of the uh, segments we played was they interview. They would interview guests. It was like a late night show, a, a parody of a late night show. And one segment we played, they interviewed a guest, and it was called Talk to a Jew. So I started laughing. I knew exactly what you were about to compare this to. <laughs> and, and the joke is that they're, at, they're, they're like fascinated just to talk to a Jewish person. They'd never seen one. Well, that's satire, my friends. Martin Mull and Fred Willard uh, had interacted with many Jewish people before. That's not how they would behave in real life. But Richard is not that far off, apparently. Uh, this segment is called Talk to a Native American. <laughs> Literally, uh, I believe this guy's name is Wayne Snailgrove. And uh, there's only one reason Richard is having this man on. <laughs> Uh, so what's the, what, did I title these? What's the first clip? Um, Native, <laughs> this is an unbelievable title. Actually, it's called Native Americans and Jackaloons. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, he's, he covers both. So he tells us about some Native Americans and, uh, I think one in particular, Jackaloon, he's tired of. Okay, folks, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and just jump right on into it. We have an amazing guest who also happens to be a published author. Uh, his name is Wayne Snailgrove. I want to point out one thing, too. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I love this guy. He goes, "Uh, we are uh, here with, looks at paper, Wayne Uh, I don't know, Wayne something or other. (laughs) (laughs) My best friend ever. (laughs) We've had many slumber parties together. 
we go way back. Uh, now, what's your name again, son? <laughs> Snail Grove. And uh, he's definitely somebody that I think we will have a really good conversation. So without further ado, how you doing, uh, Wayne? <laughs> you looked at the paper again. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing, uh, Wayne? Uh, is it uh, is it William or what? <laughs> <laughs> how is your i could have sworn your name was like moonlight bear or something <laughs> doing really I, well i feel like I, i've seen richard with a few guests mm-hmm. and hey maybe it's uh it's time to munch if you know what i'm saying <laughs> but i've seen richard interview a few guests and it seems like he never has any idea of who they are not that he doesn't do like prep work or it's like this is the first time he's being introduced to them, which is an odd premise for a show. <laughs> like the producer must just be like, yeah, we got a native American. And Richard's like, all right, I've always wanted to talk to one of them. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> Do how you doing? Uh, Wayne. I am doing really well. OJ. Thank you for bringing me here. I'm very honored to, uh, to come here. Yeah. To talk about some, some beautiful things. That's, well, I'm, uh, I'm honored to have you. I, I'm, I'm so honored to have you. And, and, you know, uh, you know, it's, there's so many questions that come up, uh, especially when I get to speak. Okay, hold on somebody. one second. Cause I, I, I kind of fucked up. I realized the trend um, and, and I did a better job with it towards the end of these clips. It wasn't until a couple minutes in that I realized what was happening here. Mm-hmm. And that is that Richard will talk for minutes on end and then kind of frame it as a question and be like, over to you, Native American. Over to you, my red skin brother. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, huh. I was like, okay. So we're going to hear the start of that and then cut to another clip, I think. But this is. This is the beginning of it. This is how he asks questions. It is Native American. You know, I had uh, Chase Iron Eyes on, on my show <laughs> a, a, couple, a couple of times, and we always had great conversations. And, you know, I, I, I was speaking the other night about some jackaloon in West Virginia who only <laughs> has passed one single bill in like literally about 18 years of being a member of the legislature in West Virginia. And that bill was a bill that he passed that said that our water was too clean, that uh, we needed to allow these coal companies to dump stuff like selenium levels into the water because they were Just so by low. the way, let's not forget, anytime Richard brings up West Virginia, it's personal gripes because he was a state senator there. <laughs> and so when he says some jackaloon from West Virginia and he starts getting into this guy's history, it's it's like if... We had if we had actually had Jerry Seinfeld on, and I started uh, bitching about Craig, <laughs> he'd be like, "What? What are you doing? What are you talking about?" <laughs> this guy is just like, "Okay, someone you don't like. Why is he a jackaloon? Are you going to elaborate?" I was hoping that the guy was like, uh, "What is a jackaloon?" <laughs> uh, they do not have that in my land. <laughs> Which, by the way. That stereotype that I just portrayed is how Richard treats this man. We've heard him speak already. Uh, perfectly. Obviously, he grew up in modern day America. <laughs> but listen to how Richard talks to him after this. Yes, he's not wearing a deerskin shirt. <laughs> now, I noticed you, uh, you don't have your feather headband on today. Is that why is that? Does that mean you're not in charge? <laughs> is that just a weekend thing or 
<laughs> it's just we need to we need to allow them to dump in the water to raise this. And at the end sure. of the day, all I can think of is that, you know, coal equals light. Water equals life. <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to talk in old Native American proverbs. <laughs> you know, you know how the earth is all about stories and stuff, right? The wind tells many stories. <laughs> if you'll just listen. Um the next clip we have is uh, uh, called Still the First Question. Yeah, so he, he does that. He go. We hear that rant. And so basically this interview is about clean water. And he's like, who knows about clean water? Native Americans. <laughs> <laughs> They're native to, to this land, so they must know about clean water. Um, and so uh, he goes on for another 30 seconds that I cut out mistakenly. I wish I hadn't so you could get a full feel for this. But just could you set a timer for 30 seconds right now? And I'll you, just so you get a feel for how long Richard keeps going. Yes, yeah, this. So 30 seconds, then this clip. Yes, I'll talk for 30 seconds. Time me. All right. I'm uh, going to start. Um, let's see. Set a timer for 30 seconds. I didn't think this would take this long. Ready, go. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you see how many words I'm getting out right now? The fact that Richard is demeaning this man, I could point <laughs> out. We could talk about the Redskins name change, perhaps. Uh, we could talk about living down in the wigwams or whatever <laughs> other stereotypes. Richard would want to get off his chest. This is all time to do that. So he's still talking. He's still talking. This is all build up to a question that we are about to play. There's no way there's still time on this clock. It's not possible with the amount of words that I've done. Said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he talks for that long and then continues. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, oh, by the way, this is where the producer starts really fucking up. Uh, so right now, the, the producer just took the uh, believe the, me, I know the Native American fella off the screen. OK, <laughs> there is no body that catches more hell than the Native Americans. And, uh, you know, I really want to want to get your your say here on, on your thoughts towards that comment nobody you know <laughs> nobody cares about native americans nobody yeah, wants hi to keep richard uh, african-american in the audience here i'd like to chime in <laughs> right now the screen the guy fucked up and he put he put um ojenna's screen on the left side so it looks like ojenna's talking to himself <laughs> the indians nowhere to be seen uh now native richard, american. what do you think about this clean water well richard it's funny ass. <laughs> american history and that's wrong mm. Right. <laughs> well, this guy's you know, baffled. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, go back. You got to go back. Go, go back to the beginning of the clip here because we, we, we butchered it. But um, so, so to set it up properly, Richard is winding down from this long winded. He's bashing some guy from West Virginia that nobody knows. Uh, he's setting up, you know, the, this inane question. And then finally goes, uh, you know, you people <laughs> take a lot of crap. And he completely ignores. I mean, like, stop Asian hate was a big thing during COVID. I would say um, the African-American folk have had a complaint or two over the years about the way they've been treated in this country. Justified uh, or not. There, there's something... <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> there's something called the Holocaust. I don't know if Richard believes in that or not. <laughs> it, it existed. 
And then Richard just says the most patronizing thing he can to this person. Fresh air thoughts. I mean, I mean, you know, there is no body that catches more hell than the native Americans. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I really want to want to get your, your say here on, on your thoughts towards that comment. Nobody, you know, nobody cares about native Americans. Nobody wants to teach native <laughs> American history and that's wrong. Mm. Right. <laughs> well, you know, um, well, again, thank you for having me on. You know, one other thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part is he sat through this monologue and it was finally like, like he had to clear his throat because he hasn't talked in so long. <laughs> Jeez. This is still my intro. <laughs> <laughs> but there's not even a question there. He's just like, uh, Native Americans have it pretty rough. No? <laughs> I was like, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun it, I mean it's always fun to hear Richard go off on a rant by himself but it's more fun to me to hear him interact with someone because then you get a real vibe for how out there this guy is oh, he's nuts. <laughs> uh, this, this one's called uh, uh, you people get it I, this is such a patronizing interview and the weird thing is I can't imagine I can't imagine Richard doing this with anyone else. Maybe he would, but I can't imagine him having just a black guy on and being like, I mean, the cops, huh? <laughs> shame what they do to you. And he's like, me, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, and, right. and, you know, it's kind of like, like Native American people, I kind of feel like, like you get it, that like, you know, the earth is your church. You know, I mean, you respect <laughs> I mean, how offensive. <laughs> uh, I, bet, I bet he watched Dances with Wolves to study for this interview. <laughs> I mean, uh, y'all grow much maize that you hand out. Now, uh, Tatanka. <laughs> Church. Uh, now, y'all are out there doing the tomahawk chop and... Uh, <laughs> The Atlanta Braves, those assholes. <laughs> that, like, you know, the earth is your church. You know, I mean, you you respect the, the earth. You, you create a balance that, you know, makes people know. How is this not offensive? Like, this should be for every, uh, you know, race baiting person that gets angry, um, you know, an offensive racial talk this is about as offensive as i could imagine because essentially it's no different than if he had a black guy on and was going uh, now y'all are terrific dancers tell me a little about that the sport of basketball you seem to have really taken to you like jay-z's black album right <laughs> uh, the earth is your church is a wild is a wild sentence i wish that's honestly just as far as stereotypes go that's like saying to a black person, like you're, you're now your sanctuary is the b-ball court. Yes, <laughs> that'd be great. After all this, this guy was just like, I like football too, you know, <laughs> just like something very normal. He's like, I'm not particularly religious, actually, or spiritual. So <laughs> I don't believe in our culture. <laughs> the truth about how water equals life, and how we've got to fight to. To, to make sure that we, we defend our streams. And you were and mentioning how we must drink much fire water to. Yeah. 
<laughs> to quell the demons. Now, just last night, you lit a fire and danced around it to make this day so nice, right? <laughs> now, here in North Carolina, we were experiencing a little rain. Does that have anything to do with you? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> if you could make it stop, that'd be lovely. And, and lakes and, and our forests and the animals within. <laughs> a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh. uh, yes. Now, uh, I understand you have a heart of grizzly bear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's my understanding you have the tenacity of an eagle. <laughs> and the wisdom. Speak on that a little bit, if you wouldn't mind. And uh, the wisdom of a fox. When you put your ear to the ground, you hear trouble coming. Correct. <laughs> you grab the dirt, and you know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> this, you know what this is? Is uh, did you ever see the episode of Parks and Rec? Where they're uh, dealing with uh, the Indian casino or something like that. The no, guy that runs it. Never seen that show. And the guy, so he's a big, he's a big figure in the town of Pawnee. And he has some land that they want to have an event on. And um, he, he threatens a curse on them. And then they just do one of the cutaways. And he goes, uh, if there's anything I know about white people, it's that they are terrified of curses. <laughs> and he's just doing some fake like rain dance or something. <laughs> That's what this is. Richard is a, per a, a citizen of Pawnee <laughs> that thinks it's, you know, uh, 1600 or something. <laughs> uh, this is uh, tech technical difficulties. <laughs> I mean, this is a quick one, but um, I know Craig likes this, and it's kind of a staple of Ojeda. He hasn't had him in a while, but I figured I'd throw in. This is not his fault at all. No. It's just fun to see Richard react to it. Yeah, he freaks out. Indigenous language, um, talking about water. Um, we don't have a word for, for water. Uh-oh. I've lost volume. I've lost your sound. <laughs> a word for there you go <laughs> I like there that he immediately, immediately goes to blaming the guy I lost your sound <laughs> now what are you going to do about it it was funny too is he wasn't convinced that that guy could hear him either so he's touching his head uh, maybe you could have some of the woodland creatures you live with help you with the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> tell those gophers to bring the antenna up higher <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you could get your uh, rain stick out perhaps that'll help <laughs> guys like I live in a condo what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> I drive a Ford Escort <laughs> um, this one is just titled this is a long one so this is where I started to realize the pattern and that is that Richard in no way even wanted a guest. He just wanted a <laughs> pair of ears to sound off into. Uh, Principal Uncertainty in the chat says, can we use smoke signals? Now, if the sound went out and Richard lit a fire to let this guy know what was happening. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Chief, I saw your smokestack go up and I thought you might want to talk. <laughs> he misinterprets him. This guy's going to have a fire one day and Richard's going to show up all ready for battle. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, there's a couple things that I want to, you know, bring up. One of them is, is I am. It must be awfully difficult to live in a teepee. (laughs) You always got a draft. (laughs) I mean, in inclement weather, that must be difficult. No, (laughs) go ahead. Espouse on that. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, a, a couple things that I want to, you know, bring up. One of them is, is I am absolutely just amazed at how amazed. Proud. Now you, you people deal with maize. Is that correct? Amazed. I hear it's your number one export. <laughs> the guy's like, oh, I thought it was food. <laughs> Native American people are, you know, That's and right. I, really and, and social. We got to hear his uh, patronizing. Yeah, you know, there's a couple things that I want to, you know, bring up. One of them is, is I am absolutely just amazed at how proud the Native American people are, you know, and I've, and, and social media has really shown, you know, when, 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 when you guys get together and you have ceremonies and everybody is wearing, you know, the Native American. Oh my God. You know, you guys do that with church, right, Richard? Uh, <laughs> now, when you y'all people put on your headdresses and you and do your hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, <laughs> man, I find that just delightful. <laughs> you know, when 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 you guys get together and you have ceremonies and everybody is wearing, you know, the Native American culture, you know, it's absolutely a beautiful thing to see. And also, you know, I think about, you know, before, before the white man came to (laughs) this part of the earth, basically Native American, you know, religion was, was the, the the earth was the environment. I mean, you know, uh, and then all of a sudden they came here and they, and they, and they brought their religion. Uh, and, and it'd be great you know, if this I, guy I'm invited tell- Richard over for dinner and Richard dressed as a pilgrim. <laughs> I, uh, it was my understanding that's what y'all want. He, he walked in with a dead turkey over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I brought. <laughs> we go back because A, I want to el- illustrate how long this fucking question is, but I also want to hear him talk about the white man again. <laughs> white man, hang. When, when you guys get together and you have ceremonies and everybody is wearing, you know, the Native American culture, you know, it's absolutely a beautiful thing to see. And also, you know, I think about, you know, before, before the white man came to this part of the earth, <laughs> basically Native American, you know, religion was the water, was the, the earth, was the environment. I mean, you well, know, we also had re- actual religion, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> we believed in higher power. Uh, now, I, I really appreciate the culture of you savages. Tell me more about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then all of a sudden they come here and they and they and they brought their religion. Uh, <laughs> Actually, it was polio. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, I'm telling you people have been slaughtered (laughs) and Richard's like, I mean, ain't it the worst that they brought that religion over here? (laughs) You know, I sit and I look at people today and listen to them bring up religion. And I I look at religion as nothing more than 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 control, a control method that was put in place. He's talking to a guy whose whole life basically revolves around the religion of his people. 
This guy is just doing anything he can to get a word in it, by the way. He's just like, sure. I, I, I'd like to speak once in a while, so I'm going to just throw out a word here and there. <laughs> Thousands of years ago to keep people in line. And the truth sure. is, is that that wasn't needed in this part of the world. The Native Americans. What are you saying? Still ha- a question has still not been asked. Nope. <laughs> you know, focused on making sure that they were good stewards of the water and, and, and the land and, and just the rising you know, sun. You also am an, uh, you, you also am an author of a book called. Oh, hold on. Bus- <laughs> Richard got a little tongue tied on that one. <laughs> I missed it. Uh, you also am an author and I is uh, a senator. <laughs> on making sure that they were good stewards of the water and 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 the land and and just you know you also am an uh, you you also am an author of a book called <laughs> Hollow Bones. Richard, Richard's trying to get down to his level. You author. Could you explain to us hollow bones? Hold on, go back. I want to hear the statement one more time before the question. Water and 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 the land and and just you know you also am an uh, you you also am an author of a book called Hollow Bones. Fuck that up that bad. Could you explain? I don't know. Because he corrects himself and still gets it wrong. He goes, wait, that was wrong. Am. <laughs> I am an author. Wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Silly me. You am an author. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Richard. This buffalo in this is great mother earth. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, usually I, I uh, pay my guests. So we gave you a bison and uh, a couple of chickens, and I feel like you people will be uh, mighty fine with that feast. And a bald eagle feather. Now you're the richest man in your village. <laughs> Just, you know, you also am an uh, you, you also am an author of a book called Hollow Bone. Could you explain to us Hollow Bone? <laughs> okay. The length of time it took to get to, what's your book about? <laughs> that's why I, like we had to stop it every time i'm so obsessed with it but if we played that clip straight through how long is that clip can you tell a minute, a minute 40 a minute 40 it took him a minute and 40 you remember the 30 seconds i i did a few minutes ago mm-hmm. uh, so that times three plus a little more <laughs> is uh, he he led up to uh, tell us about your book. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, I forgot. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, your religion is the uh, nature, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, now that I've properly insulted you and all of your people, uh, what's your book about? <laughs> uh, Chef Lewis says this is more offensive than the last Quincy episode. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, we got uh, we're recording an Eddie Murphy episode too, uh, so we're we're talking about we're getting all the offense out of the way. We're going through history, <laughs> right? This one's called uh, another doozy. <sighs> this is an even longer one, I believe. This isn't this isn't even the longest clip we have. Oh no, no, there's one that's I mean, unbelievable, uh, unprecedented. 
That's awesome. And, and, and what I want to do is make sure that, you know, in this link here, everybody that's watching, I want to make sure that they know how they can get a copy of this book, sure. because, you know, I, I can tell you that just the what you have been saying here, you know, I, I will tell you that, you know, me and, uh, you know, I retired from the military and I was a senator and I was doing all the things that I violence. thought I needed to do. And then one day we made the decision that we wanted to buy a piece of property that we could build on. And so we slaughtered the redskins that lived there. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to have you on. I feel very bad about that. So I basically had you on to uh, pick your brain about the casino business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we stole their land and uh, raped and pillaged their people. <laughs> and uh, I want to know your thoughts as someone who has probably dealt with that. We could find ourselves, you know, a place where we're not like, you know, congested around cities or anything like that. And we found this beautiful piece of property with 20 acres. It's got a three acre pond on it that's filled with, with, with bass. And the truth is, is just being on this property. And because we can't really see much, you know, except across the pond, it's for the rest of it, it's all wooded, forested. And I'm going to tell you, just being here and walking through our woods mm. makes just like every day when my son comes home, the first thing my son does when he gets home, because my son works occupational therapy and okay. he just started. Oh, and I told him, when he said that, I thought for, I was like, oh, Richard has like a nine-year-old son. <laughs> <laughs> when my uh, 35-year-old boy comes home, there's nothing he loves more than scampering around in the woods. <laughs> This guy the whole time is just looking like he's about to speak and then Richard doesn't stop. <laughs> this is it, it's inane. He's going on this long rant, just telling him about his house and his property and then being like my my son is an occupational therapist, which I cannot imagine this guy giving a fuck about. <laughs> no, they don't believe in that stuff. <laughs> him I wanted him to live in our house because mm. I want him to get completely debt free. But every day when he gets off work, he comes home and he does a it's Why about a mile that? and a half route around our property. And it's all wooded. And it literally is like it's his peace of mind. You know, a lot of people don't understand that when you go and you find yourself a piece of forest and you just sit on a log for five, ten minutes and just listen, it makes you feel so much better. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, sure. He did the uh, the chest pound. Like, yeah, man, right on. <laughs> but it's not even a question. Richard has spent all that time rant telling him about his property and his loser son that lives at home. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all that was, by the way. I'm sure the guy. I'm sure the guy is very, does very well in occupational therapy and everything. But the reason Richard said that is to be like, uh, I want my son to be debt free. Now, there's no reason. That's a non sequitur. There's no reason to throw that out there. But he's it's a dog whistle, as the kids say, for uh now my son ain't no loser. I told I made him live at home so that he gets rid of his debt. Don't go be thinking that my, my boy is unsuccessful. You gotta believe me, I've killed people. <laughs> it's like this tacit embarrassment that Richard has of, of his son that he throw where this guy's gotta be like, okay. Richard's relating to this man. Think about this. He has a guest on. All he's talked about is this guest being Native American. And the one thing he's been able to relate to him on is, uh, you know, my son goes outside as well. 
<laughs> you know, you, you, my son goes to your house every day when he gets out of work. Your house being nature. I'm on, uh, I'm on Ojeda's uh, Wikipedia right now because I want to get the age of his kids if, it, if they have it. And he looks so bad now compared to the picture they used in this. Oh, is that right? Oh, God, he looks like a mess. <laughs> well, it's, it's you know, um, they have all those pictures of, like, Obama getting grayer in office and everything. Yeah. When you're a state senator, that's what happens when you leave office. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot more pressure on the president. <laughs> no, I disagree, actually. West Virginia was such a mess. <laughs> Fucking mess, dude. It doesn't say the age of his kids. Now, now, son, um, uh, when your pal uh, G- Chief J. Strongbow fought my boy Doc Stallings, what was that like for you? <laughs> uh, my son checking out his new ride. I thought this was going to be like a car he bought for his son. It was an old picture of him with a tricycle. <laughs> posted, posted like, It'd be great if it was his son now with a tricycle. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yes, you're helping people. Correct. Um, this next one is called, is this healthy? Oh, yeah. So I could be completely wrong on this. And maybe it's just Richard trying to relate to this man, I guess. But I was like, is that, should you be doing that? But maybe I'm maybe it's my ignorance. I have not watched it yet. So let's see. I'll judge. But the rest of us are going to be the ones that are going to have to be, you know, buying bottled water because the water that we used to be able to drink, we can't drink no more. And I can remember when I was a kid in West Virginia, I can remember drinking from the creek all the time. Was he a deer? Right, right. <laughs> you know, you know, absolutely. I like the guys always like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I left those in there is because this guy's always taken aback by Richard. Now you can find springs and stuff. I Is that I, normal for a, a a boy to go and drink out of the creek? Uh, a backwoods idiot like this guy? Maybe. <laughs> it seemed awfully filthy to me, but. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, even with, like, wells and stuff, it's filtered. <laughs> I'm thirsty. Well, go out in the yard, Richard. <laughs> go drink from the stagnant pond. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Creek water makes you blink like that. I have a creek in the in my backyard. I would never in my life drink from it. Well, maybe you should tell your kids to <laughs> <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't. I. Probably won't kill him, but it's probably gross. You guys let us know. Comment on YouTube and let us know if that's uh, the proper way to go about that. Do you drink from a creek? Yes or no? <laughs> Smash that like button. Sure. <laughs> uh, now, this last clip is four minutes long. <sighs> well, folks, if I had to sit through it, I'm going to make you do it as well. I left this all in to again show. This is how Richard wraps up with his guest. He's got this guy on. For a, a finite amount of time, which believe me, he mentions. Well, I don't know if he mentions it in this clip, but he's like, again, I, I keep telling you this and we can't diagnose it. But every episode, when he gets to about a half hour, he's like, they're going to cut me off now. And I don't know who he's talking about. Yeah, this is amazing. And there's so many people in the chat that are in agreement with everything that, that you are saying you know, I, I will tell you, there's so many things 
You know, we know that, you know, the white man went into over 300 <laughs> uh, the gringo, with, with if Native you will. Americans <laughs> and broke every single one of them, broke every single one of them. And, you know, right now, also some of the most poorest areas in our country today are on reservations. And it's really, really sad. They don't take care that, of them. You know, you know what? Pause for a second, just because I want to point out, Richard rails against, um, he says that anyone that votes for uh, Trump, it's because they're uneducated. And we've heard him say, uh, you am author. (laughs) And what was the one he just said? I missed that one. (laughs) Go back. And went into over 300 treaties with, with Native Americans and broke every single one of them. Broke every single one of them. And, you know, right now, also, some of the most poorest areas in our country today are on reservations. And it's really, really sad that, you know, you know what, you know, the Native It's pretty sad y'all haven't gotten your act together. What's that about? (laughs) You guys ever going to (laughs) learn? Just take it back. (laughs) American history is something that absolutely should be taught. You know, the Native Americans have have done so much for our country. The service, service to our country. You know, the Navajo uh, code talkers literally were the the only thing that that the, the Nazis were not able to break was the, you know the language with the Navajo, and it, and it like, worked we very Nazis? well for us. <laughs> you know, I will tell you that uh, I served in the military with some You've Native told Americans. And I'm going to tell you some of the toughest, and I mean hard, they never whined and cried about anything. They were just, they got it done. And it was- I hope you don't mind if I stereotype you people for a moment. That's what I always say, Native Americans and Samoans, tough. <laughs> a wonderful time serving with with Native Americans. And, you know, we we learned from from each other. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you know, it, I really, really wish that we would see, like for example, they taught me how to a- feel the weather. So <laughs> I always knew when it was going to be sunny out based on the, the wind patterns. <laughs> I taught them how to read and write, <laughs> a, you know, like, Richard, uh, we know how to do that. <laughs> Now you guys still make music with that like four four piece flute to try to educate people better with the you know with the Native American culture because you know I believe that if people actually got the opportunity to connect with the Native American culture, it would convince them how important it is for us to keep in mind we are listening to, to a full, the we're in the midst. Of you a know, four minute question. Yeah, and to me, there's on just a thirty so minute episode out there, <laughs> and 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 you know, uh, I really appreciate you coming on here. I feel so bad having this conversation, and I would love to bring you it's back. It's been one sided, but anytime that you want to talk about other things, I want to bring you back because at the end of the day, I think this is very important. And once again, I mean, we'll we'll talk to you about any of it. We'll talk to you about trees, Flint, wind, Michigan. You know, where they have literally poisoned the water. Now, what does what does that clump of stars mean? Tactics that went on in Flint should send people to this day to prison for life. They oh, knew exactly what they were doing. They knew that that water was full of was full of uh, toxins. 
that was literally go attacking the children in these areas. And once again, you know, corporations were getting away with that. You know, that water started to eat away at the metal that was used to build cars in Michigan. So what they did was they run a special line that was different, cleaner water to the to the to the dealerships so they could fix the cars. But the people still kept drinking the poison water. And that's the kind of stuff that people need to know about. And that's why it's important, because you know what? We shouldn't have to spend money on bottled water. If we actually were good stewards of the environment, our water would be clean everywhere. And that's why it's important that people need to understand and learn about what's going on. And and you writing the books that you write, you coming on podcasts and and telling people what you think, that's how we do it. And and Wayne, I'm going to tell you, I really appreciate you. I want you to tell everybody real quick, how can they get a copy of your book? (laughs) Um, These books I choose. (laughs) He's like, oh, that whole rant was, again, where can they find your book? He was talking about throwing away, uh, uh, throwing politicians in jail for life in Flint, Michigan. How can we get your book? We we took we played two clips, a total of six minutes, which again is one fifth of the podcast. Yep, <laughs> six minutes to ask uh, what's your book about and where can people find it. <laughs> Uh, now uh, I assume this book is all in uh, drawings, like you people did in uh, caves and things. Uh-huh. Is that correct? <laughs> it's like that's not even us. What are you talking about? <laughs> now, in your in your uh, you know in your background, you guys can marry cousins, right? <laughs> that's Richard's background. <laughs> <laughs> He's asking because he wants to join. <laughs> it's not shamed there. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was. Yeah, so it's I, I I recommend you go and listen because it's literally talk to a Native American. What what are you people like? Actually, you don't have to listen because we took all of Richard's stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. and yes, um, if our main focus was not Richard, I would have pointed out that that guy shushes his s's, but there's oh, no reason to shit all over this man. Yeah, no, he, was, he looked like he was chewing on that thing the whole time. Um, we have a little more Richard, right? Yep, different show. Yes, this is the next day. Where, by the way, you know the Nazi thing he threw out there? Mm-hmm. Next day, he's like, uh, yes, and uh, thank you for correcting me in the chat. I understand it was not the Nazis. <laughs> it was, he was just wrong about it. <laughs> <laughs> These clips are short, like normal people. Okay. Uh, this is called One Good Person. One Good Person. I forget what this is now. Nobody deserves to die because they're poor. Nobody deserves to die because they're homeless. Nobody deserves to die because they're elderly. Nobody deserves to die because they're in the LGBTQ community. And it's really time that people start waking up and realizing that. I mean, be a good person. And don't get me wrong. I come out, I cuss anybody. I don't give a shit who you are. Make no mistake about it. I always try first to be a good person. If you take me to that point where I'm no longer a good person, it's on you. <laughs> That's great to be like, no what no one deserves violence against them. Unless you force me. <laughs> Unless you say I blink a lot in the live chat. Now also what he's saying is weird is because uh he's like, no one, no one. 
um, deserves to be mistreated just because they're in the LGBT community. I mean, unless you mouth off to Richard Ojeda, you understand? <laughs> unless one of you queers steps out of line. <laughs> I probably shouldn't point the camera and do that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be clipped. <laughs> it's Richard saying it. Remember, keep that, keep that in mind. Uh, this one's called Powerful Words. Uh, this is just a this is just a good message. I think we have one more, but this is a nice message to um, just go out on. Think, you know, try and channel this when you're going about your day. This is uh, deep stuff from Richard Ojeda. See, I'm not two faced. I'm an asshole, and I say what I say, and that's it. And if I tell you to go screw yourself, go screw yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just, there was no point to that. That was just at the end of that like good person rant. What he he gets so wrapped up in his own like violent thoughts. <laughs> that started with um no there's some story about a, a homeless man, like a violence against a homeless person. Mm-hmm. That's where this started. And so it's it, the first thing he says is like uh no one deserves uh, to be mistreated just because they're homeless. And it ends with Go screw yourself if you're going to mouth off to me. It's like, who are you talking about, Richard? What ta- do you mean? Is he talking about that Neely thing? Uh, I don't know what that is. The the homeless man that got choked out on a train? Yes, that's exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is our last one. Yes. Uh, it's just him talking about West Virginia. Oh, I, he gets more of his uh, gripes with the people of West Virginia out. Make no mistake about it. I don't miss being a senator, not for one single. We got to add that. I'm sorry. We got to add that to the Richard O'Dreda drinking game. I didn't realize what a, a crutch that was. Make no mistake about oh, it. Oh, all one. the time. Every yeah, fucking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Make no mistake about it. I don't miss being a senator, not for one single minute. I don't miss. That's why I talk, you those- can tell I don't miss it at all because I talk about it every single day. <laughs> I talk about how I don't miss it. I talk about how great I was at it. I talk about wanting to curb stomp the fools that mistreated me there. And that's how you know I don't give a damn. <laughs> I, I, I may or may not have just been sent this guy's phone number. Oh, don't. No, no, no. Leave him alone. Stop it. <laughs> Privately. Yeah, leave him alone. Uh, people are weird. <laughs> Not for one single minute. I don't miss going into those halls and having to walk around with some of the most toothless inbred friggin' jackaloons that I've ever met in my life. That was classic. <laughs> that's a classic right there. Yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> even, Meanwhile, even, this is a man that was serving those people. Like This is what he thinks of them. Yeah. You know, why did I lose? <laughs> it's it's one of two things, Richard. It's either uh, you were being a complete phony when you ran for office and you've always thought that these were toothless inbred jackaloons in West Virginia, or you're only saying it because you weren't reelected. <laughs> it's one of those two things. It all started. Richard doesn't realize. Yeah, that. it all started when he got filmed speeding. Well, that's the crazy thing. And I, I did a show with. um. Uh, Zero Dark Tony, I believe is his name. Um, uh, go check him out. He's a very nice guy. They had me on. Him and uh, Corndiff had me on this weekend. Oh. And uh, they were asking me about Ojeda. And I, you forget, like, we started talking about him because he 
um, fucked over some guy that filmed him speeding. <laughs> Got him fired. So I'm like, is Richard a good guy? I really don't know. I don't think so. It's hard to tell. I don't think so. But I, I just right. like the, the stink he put on Jackaloons. Some of the most toothless inbred friggin' Jackaloons that I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Let's save that. We won't put it in the outro, but we need to use it in some form or fashion. Have to. Have to for sure. <sighs> All right. Um, now should we get to uh, the Jerry Seinfeld game? Yeah, I'm told uh, there's spots to pause and it will tell me. <laughs> I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you when to pause because, uh, so hack ride does another great job. And this, this is very well done. I think, um, I think we're going to like it when we're done with it, but I do have to say, this is just a message to hack ride in the future. Nine minutes is way too long. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say to me? He said that and he told me that it was like, nine minutes. Literally, when Alec, when I see Alec Baldwin as a nine-minute video up on Instagram, sometimes I'm like, well, we can't, we don't have time for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said something pretty funny to me about Well, what he told me, maybe this is the same thing he said to you. I don't, maybe he's recycling lines. But he said to me, this is my Ben-Hur, and you have to play the entire chariot scene. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that. <laughs> um. Uh, he he basically was telling me that this got away from him. <laughs> I could tell. Jesus, nine minutes. You have to understand is an eternity in podcasting. Oh yeah, because we're gonna let's stop. Like, I don't know. It's it, it, it's it's a lot, but we will play. We'll play because he did a very good job with it and spent a lot of time on it. Yeah, go sure. follow Hack Ride by the way. Definitely. I think he puts the I think he puts the Seinfeld games up on his YouTube. Oh. Nice. He asked my permission. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll say it out after I got the death threats from him after uh, <laughs> the other one. Hola. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you say? Uh, hold on. This hilarious. Honey. Excuse me. No. Excuse me. Let's see. Seven letters across. Blank happy. Starts with a T, ends with an R. Blank happy. Okay, let me take a call. What is how do you say? Mm, Seinfeld. Hello? Bubby. Oh, God. Thank you so much for taking my call. It is actually the least I can do, Jerry. Your calls of support during the dark time have really buoyed my spirits, especially because... Jerry, it keeps happening. I just keep shooting people. So you shot two people, Alec. It happens. You should have seen the family I had to murder with the potato peeler to get in the fryer's club. Showbiz, baby. You always know what to say, Jerry. So what can I do for you? I need you to come to L.A. and host my court-ordered game show for me with Blind Mike and Craig. Jeez, Jerry. You know I haven't been on TV in a long time. I don't know. (laughs) Blind Mike and Craig, they sort of sound like retards, Jerry. And it's not TV. It's a small, nothing YouTube channel just significant enough to satisfy my parole requirements. Kinda like basic cable. Blind Mike and Craig. Blind Mike and Craig. Craig. Hmm. You know, onomatopoetically. That is a fat man's name. I've never met the man before, but Craig just sounds girthy. 
It's a girthy name. Well, what kind of game show is it, Jerry? It's, uh, well, it's, uh, it's a sports-related show, Alec. That's great, Jerry. You know how much I love the field of sports. I have often been called sports. a sportsman. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you accepting the call from the bullpen. It's the absolute least I can do. Haladia and I are on our way, and I will do the best that I can. Thanks, Jerry. Talk soon. Halaria, pack your tortilla cozy. We're flying to LA. Daddy's back right, on pause TV. for a second. So, so this is very well done. Like I said, it's very funny. It's just like we're just watching a show now. <laughs> it's gotta happen. That's the only weird part about it. So that's all the only reason I'm saying uh, make them a little shorter. But very well done. Let's continue. California, California, yeah, yeah. Oh, my finger slipped. I didn't touch the trigger. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. How does this keep happening? Oh, pause for a second. Just because just this is a debate hack ride and I had, and I want the people's opinions. Um, have you noticed in our clips... Like, he has a laugh track here, which I think here it fits. Mm -hmm. In our clips, he plays a laugh track, but it sounds like he's shitting on, like, my jokes. <laughs> Have you noticed that at all? Uh, I've noticed it, but I haven't thought twice about it. I told him, and he's like, nah, man. <laughs> you're, you're not seeing it right. And I'm like, I'm telling you, that's how it comes off. <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. I'll have to look, have to look harder. Where is this motherfucker? <laughs> Alec, Hilaria, over here. Oh, Mr. Hackride, it is such an honor and privilege to meet you. I am See, such a fan of real voice. I am also a big fan. Excuse me, excuse me. The talent is talking, sweetie. Do me a favor and go wait over there. Okay, Alec. Okay, baby. Enjoy the craft services. Sorry about that. She gets a little loco when she gets out of the house. What the hell? <laughs> You're her mamas. Hey, brother! You thought you could just cruise in the town and not let us know? Yeah, we're yeah. beyond. So would you show up? And could we be on? Yeah, What? I don't quite get this part. <laughs> the Baldwin brothers walked in. Why are they yeah. talking like that, though? <laughs> I don't know. In a really long time! Yeah. It's good to see you, but this is not a good time. I have to do this show right now for Jerry Seinfeld, and we can talk after. Yeah, yeah, okay. We'll be back, bro. Yeah, we'll be back after. Oh, brothers. <laughs> Sorry about that, Alec. And again, thank you for doing this for Jerry and I. We really owe you one. No problem, Hackride. Now tell me what this game is I'll be hosting. Jerry mentioned sports. Um, yes. It's a baseball-related game. Just read the prompters, use your own best knowledge, and try to have a little fun. It's been a while, but I'll do my best. All right, everybody. In three, two, one, roll the intro. Welcome to the Jerry Seinfeld game on the Blind Mike Project <laughs> with guest filling host, Alec Baldwin. Today we will play a new game, is he a piazza? And here is your host, Alec Bolt. <laughs> Craig, I'm sure you don't get that. <laughs> uh, I I can infer. I think. Yeah. Well, so here's an, uh, one more note I have for Hackride. Mm -hmm. Have the games relate to this show? Just because I don't want. <laughs> it's uh, WATP have been referencing this. 
and I don't want to just like rip off shit they're doing. This is obviously unique what Hackrat is doing, so let's keep it unique. But a Piazza, like I guess Kevin Brennan, his way of calling someone gay is calling him a Piazza. Yeah, yeah, he didn't make that up. That's not that's not a Brennan thing. Well, it's a it's a that's where it came from in this world. I guess. Oh, okay. Um, and so like uh, WATPs have been saying, I'm not even like. I don't even find it like that funny, really. Like, I don't get why people keep saying it, but uh, I would say just in the future, make it tie it into this show, not other shows. <laughs> That's my other note. But again, very good. Let's keep going. Oh, thank you, Jerry. And thank you, Blind Mike and Craig. It's good to finally get a look at you guys. Yep. Just oh, as I God. thought. Girthy. Well, it's a pleasure to be here hosting for the Jerry Seinfeld game. And this looks like a real fun baseball-themed game Jerry has for us today. Mike Piazza was a friend of mine and was the greatest baseball player I ever saw play live. Also a great man. We would have Mike and his longtime roommate James to our house for dinner in Greenwich many times. Such nice boys. This is great. Also such colorful artwork. How do you say pizza? No, honey. It's Piazza. Piazza. Okay, Blind Mike and Craig, so I guess the game is, we look at a few upcoming baseball prospects, and you two let us know if they have what it takes to be like the fabulous Mike Piazza, and be a career ball player. Sounds easy enough? Okay. Well, let's get started. Okay, let's look at our first prospect. Our first contestant is one, Barry Ribs. Definitely a great baseball name. Age, in his 80s. Hmm, oh, wow. Best known for... Walking down the turnpike holding an oversized piece of luggage. Well, it's clear that he no longer has what it takes to be a piazza, but he does have that unkept baseball manager look. So my guess is he used to be a piazza, but now just watches and instructs other ball players. But that's my guess. So blind Mike and Craig, I ask you, Barry Ribs, is, is he, he a piazza? piazza? Yeah, again, yeah, here's where he paused. Again, I don't know the I don't know the reference. I think he's asking if he's gay or not. I don't know who Barry Ribs is. I'm, I understand. I just explained that to you. I don't know who Barry Ribs is. I think uh, uh, I, I'm going to go with he's a Piazza because uh, he, he was wearing makeup and, and lipstick. Yeah, yeah, so. sure. he's, a, he's a Piazza. But my point to Hack Ride, <laughs> related to this show, for Christ. <laughs> it's a sports show, remember? Have things we understand and know about. <laughs> Play. This is fun, right? Okay, who's next? Well, this is a very interesting looking fellow. Our next contestant's name is Jake Hudson. Well, <laughs> just off the name, he is 100% a Piazza. That is a baseball name if I've ever heard it. And look at the man. He is clearly a... <laughs> I cried at a spelling error there. I don't want to point it out, but... Jack Husden. <laughs> innings relief pitcher from the 1970s. Oh, and would you look at that? He's got a little pine tar on his finger right there. Truly a master of the junk ball. In my opinion, Jake is clearly a piazza. But again, don't listen to me. Blind Mike and Craig, I ask you, is Jake Hudson a piazza? Sure. Again, I don't know who this person is. I don't either. I feel like um, I've seen him on Twitter possibly. That means literally nothing to me. Yeah, he has a Twitter. I, oh, now I know who he is. He has t- a Twitter? No, I don't know. He might. I be. didn't realize what a celebrity he was. He might, All right. He might now be, I understand. He might be somewhere. I'm, yes, I'm sure he exists. I, that, that I have no doubt about. <laughs> but again, I would say have the references make sense to us. And our final contestant on Is, is he, he a Piazza? Piazza is a man named Chad Zumok. 
Chad is a 40-something drunkard who lives alone in a tiny apartment in Florida. Okay, well, we all can't be the Cardassians, am I right? Wow, would you take a look at that frame, low center of gravity, and burly physique? That's a Ketros frame if I've ever seen one. Just look at that barrel-shaped torso. He has definitely been on his knees catching balls his whole life. I don't think it could be more obvious that this man is 100% a Piazza, and most likely catching right now at this moment. But again, don't let my opinion affect your answers. Blind Mike and Craig, is Chad Zuman a clear Piazza? A clear Piazza. Sure. Yeah, because he duped me. I feel I, I still don't like them. Yeah, why not? Okay, well, hopefully we've given those three prospects something to think about and goals to work towards. This was a lot funner than I thought it would be. TV is what? okay. I'd like to thank Jerry for the I opportunity know. to work again. I'd like to thank Blind Mike and Craig for having me on their channel. They'll just give anyone channels now, I guess. <laughs> Alec, can we go to the purse store now? Not yet, Hilaria. I'm fishing up with the game. But you said that we could. Excuse me, excuse me. Alec. Excuse me. I want to go, Alec. I want to go. Excuse me. Alec, excuse I want me. to excuse go me. to Alec. I want to go. Hey, so how long are you going to have a sit over here like a bunch of retards, <laughs> Alec? You're going to talk to us or your brothers. You don't even care. We need work. We need money, man. We are public resistance. We need help us, man. Here's what I'll do for you, fellas. Oh no. <laughs> Shit. Soon after. It's so good to be back. Hey, Alec, Heladia, it's great to see you. They're all dead, Jerry. What? <laughs> and there was nothing I could do. <laughs> well, what was that? Your friend shot me, Jerry. Oh no, Hackrod yeah, shot me. No, he does that. <laughs> Thank you for watching the Jerry Seinfeld game on the Blind Mike Project. We'll see you next week. Thank you. <laughs> 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 see, that's perfect. That's a show reference. That's perfect. <laughs> That is a reference to this show. <laughs> That's me, folks. <laughs> <laughs> now that, yeah, that's perfect. But yeah, very well done, Hack Ride. That's my, uh, my only note is not so long and uh, references to this show. You know, keep it in our world. So now I understand why he kept making the joke, Blind Mike Project doesn't rip off games from other shows. <laughs> He kept saying that this week, and I was like, I don't get it. And then now, Wait, I, when, when, what? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. The uh, the Piazza game. He was like inferring that it was a joke. What do you mean? He kept saying it. I don't listen to the Hack Ride show. I don't know what you mean. Oh no, it'd be like in messages or on comments. Oh, and stuff. oh well, the people don't know what is wrong with you two. <laughs> Talk about things the listeners will understand. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I didn't respond. I just saw it happen. <laughs> huh? What? Didn't respond to what? I'm asking you what you're talking about when you say Hack Ride keeps mentioning it, and you're talking about private messages that none of us have read. Oh, no. Private messages, comments on other things, I have, like okay. tweets and Thank stuff. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm a one-man army here. I didn't respond to him. <laughs> what? I don't care if you responded. Do you not get what I'm saying? No, I get what you're saying now. because you... I need another human being here that speaks my language. Well, when you said, like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I didn't talk to him about it. I just saw it. Saw What? <laughs> His comments saying that no one That's can what say I asked you where 
comment sections, tweets. Thank you. I thought I said that already. I didn't know like he kept saying that. How would I know that? I oh, haven't seen his Twitter. That's true. I guess. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> well, you did hack, right? <laughs> <sighs> Infuriating. Hack, right? Excellent job. What the fuck? <laughs> well, he gets me. Yeah, um, clearly. Right. <laughs> he does. He's learning. He learns every week. Yeah. Every week. There's things I have to tell him. I say, hey, here's a few notes. And he listens very well, I think. And he grows. And shapes himself. Oh, all right. I think that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, folks. So I think we should be back to normal next week, I hope. Uh, we should as be. As far yes. as live shows and Fridays and everything? Yep. All right. Excellent. So uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, BlindMike.net is the easiest place to find that. All our free links, Apple, Spotify, Google Play. Um, for all the podcasts, Blind Mike Project, Why Are You Laughing? Who Are These Socials? Subscribe to all of those. Subscribe to the YouTube. And if you want to put a, a few extra bucks behind the old Patreon, uh, you can do that as well. Bonus episodes of Why Are You Laughing? Uh, sometimes we go live on Patreon exclusively like we are today. Uh, we watch Quincy get racist uh, for no reason. So we do a lot of wacky stuff back there. So subscribe to the Patreon. And uh, if you subscribe for the year, you get two months free. So think, consider that when you're signing up. Um, and you can go over to verygoodshow.org if you want uh, thorough, well-presented points like Craig has given me today. You can get that at very good, verygoodshow.org. Yes, please come say hi. What's happening there these days? Uh, live stream tonight. We just did a... Uh, it's been a, a debate about if Super Troopers... Two was good, so we did a, a watch along on Monday of that, which was fun. Ah, uh, yes, that classic debate. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it was a good movie. It was funny. Was it good? Um, was the determination? I I thought I think it's up there with the first one, if not funnier. Really, I've not seen it. Oh, it, it kills me. I don't know why. But it's just where like, can you watch it now? I don't even know. Um, illegal websites. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Can I just? Oh, I meant. I meant. You know what? This is what I meant. I always at the start of the show, I have something and I forget it all the time. Mm-hmm. Is fucking HBO Max or Max or whatever it's called the dumbest? Is that the worst marketing <laughs> department in America? That commercial with uh, Aquaman? The fuck is wrong with? Oh, I don't, I don't even mean. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just mean in general. Like when they started, it was uh, they had HBO Go and HBO Now when they launched HBO Max, <laughs> and they made you delete those apps and get HBO Max. Now. They're having you re-download a new app, even though it's the exact same app. So if you had HBO Max, you have to do a fully new download of an app that is just called Max. They got rid of the HBO, the only yeah. part that anyone related to. The value part, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I the was name, the name re- you know the name recognition part of the title? Yeah. They got rid of that. And they just call it Max, and they made you re-download the app, which was fucking exhausting. It took us like an hour. <laughs> I thought, so when I watched, um, uh, I was watching the Celtics game, and they kept having the Max commercial. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? Because yeah. I already have HBO Max. What is Max.com? So yeah, when we re-download it, I get an email like, welcome to Max. It's like, I already had this, you cunts. Yeah, I'm not going to re-download it until they make me. <laughs> Well, you, 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 they will make. If you watch it, next time you watch it, they'll make you. Fuck. All right. Yeah. But yeah, it's the it's the worst fucking marketing. I assume it's because they sold to Discover or whatever. 
Discovery? Discovery? They, Is that what they sold Discovery to? bought HBO? Not HBO. HBO Max. Oh, God. Look that up. Oh, my God. What a fucking confusing, weird thing. It's terrible. Discovery... And the weird thing is, like, so we watch Succession and Barry, and you can watch both of those on Hulu. Uh, Like the next day. Oh, Warner Warner Media, HBO's parent company, Mm -hmm. merged with Discovery to create a new company. So now it's just why not keep? Why not make it HBO Max or even make it Warner Brothers Max or whatever the fuck? Or HBO Discovery. (laughs) Anything's better than Max. Yeah, it's a horrible thing. Because here's why. No one was calling it that. You know what I mean? Like when there's a long title and people like, um, I don't know why this is the first example that came to my mind. But like when Conan was on late night, everyone still referred to it as Conan. So when he went to TBS, he just called the show Conan. Like to me, that makes sense because that's what people call it anyways. No one, the kids were not saying like, oh, do you see uh, Mark Maron's Max special? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna you know be I mean? like no one was calling it that so is hbo like dead unless you're watching tv i mean technically all their shows are still on there and hulu apparently <laughs> yeah i don't know it's weird it's a uh, horrible it, it annoyed the shit out of me for some reason yeah so <sighs> all right that's well, that's fucking annoying yeah. Well, if you want to watch, re- uh, I, I don't know what else he posts up there, but I know he posts the Seinfeld games. Check out Hack Rides YouTube if you want. Um, I don't know how to find it. Maybe he'll tell me so I can promote it next time. <laughs> it's probably at the end of the clips. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, Verygoodshow.org. And of course, our home base, blindmike.net. Check out all those. Support the fellas. Support your boys. And um, do we have uh, do we have the full outro for this this time, for God's sake? I think so. To make a a fool out of me. I think it's the right one. All right. We'll see. We'll see you, folks. And we have a mean transition. Sappers clear the way. Everyone all the way. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide. I hope you hear from you soon. I am proud to own the Trumpy Bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that? I wrote it. One of my favorite players to cover when he was here was Mike Vrabel. Tell me Mike Vrabel's story. <laughs> Piss on him. All right. 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 All